Welcome to the 10th episode of Foren Forensics Fail, the podcast where we explore the various applications of behavioral analysis to different aspects of crime. In this episode, we will be reviewing the case of Jody Arias. Travis Alexander, a salesperson, was killed at his home in Mesa, Arizona on June 4, 2008. His murder and ensuing criminal trial gained extensive media attention. Multiple stab wounds, a slit neck, and a shot to the head were among Alexander's injuries, and the medical examiner declared his death a homicide. Alexander's ex-girlfriend, Jody Arias, was charged with his murder on January 2, 2013, and her trial began. Arias said that she killed Alexander in self-defense during her testimony. She was convicted of first-degree murder. The manner in which Jody Arias seeks to navigate the system sets her apart from countless cases in the field of true crime. She seemed to feel that by presenting herself in a certain way and adopting a very specific persona with very particular characteristics, she will have the best opportunity of avoiding the consequences of her actions. This character, in her perspective, is a soft-spoken, sweet-natured, and God-fearing person. Jody was detained and taken to the police station for questioning after her DNA was discovered at the crime scene. During interrogation, for whatever reason, Jody wishes to project a calmer demeanor than she actually is. She wants the investigator to think that she's at ease enough to fall asleep when she's actually on high alert, waiting for his arrival. When she hears the interrogator start to step in, she places her head on the table despite the fact that she appears to be very uncomfortable in the position. She's so intent on projecting a laid-back demeanor that she completely overlooks the fact that her actions are absolutely inappropriate for the situation. She's in a state of hyperarousal while faking calm, and the overall result is bizarre. Jody goes off on completely irrelevant tangents whenever she gets the chance. Now, when a suspect is facing serious charges, it's a common theme in interrogations, and the most prevailing assumption is that it's an attempt to seek brief relief from what is likely the most terrible time of their life. Going into great depth on issues irrelevant to the current circumstance simply delays the onset of their new reality. This is seen as a sort of denial as well as a subconscious coping mechanism by forensic psychologists. She remains in prison, maintaining her innocent image to this very day. Thank you for listening to the 41 Forensics Fail podcast. For episode transcripts and resources, visit our Notion page, which can be found in the podcast description box of whatever platform you are listening on. Signing off!